Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Great to be on Keila's podcast, Love Fiercely. Fiercely. Is that yeah. right? Yes. And uh, she is a fierce lover, that's for sure, in the most positive sense. And so Keila is my daughter, for those of you that don't know, and this is a a third part of a four-part series on really how to be positive in a negative world. Is that what we're calling it, Keila? Yeah, it's being positive in a negative situation. Yeah, being positive in a negative situation, which if you're in the world, that's a negative situation. So, <laughs> True. So, Keila, one of the things, one of the deals that we left off last time was really that there are no big wins in life without little wins and you've got to stack the little wins and so what we left off with was there's four things that I do that I start my day with and it really starts the night before and that is I fill up my 32 ounce um, shaker with water a shot of lemon juice a shot of apple cider vinegar and I set it by my nightstand because I'm preparing for the first thing that I'm going to do the next morning. So that's the first win is that I don't ever go to bed without that. It's not because I'm drinking in the night, I'm not. I'm preparing for the next morning. Then the second thing I do is I get up or I make my declarations. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will be glad in it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The third thing that I do when I get up is what? You engage your spirit, soul, and body. I engage my spirit, soul, and body. And how do I engage my spirit, soul, and body? You work out. Yeah, but I drink my water. Yeah. I drink my water, and that's the third thing that I do. I drink my water, I take my vitamins. It's every day, and then I get on my exercise bike. And that is really, I can't overemphasize this enough. Uh, And we don't have time to go into it in this podcast and on LSI, but... um, your rhythm is so much more important than your routine. Here's what most people say. Most people say that success is hidden in your daily routines. It's not true. It's not true, it's a myth. Because your routine needs to be subject to your rhythm. So this is part of how I get into rhythm. So, so your routine can change every day. You don't have to, you know, routines are, routines are like budgets I mean oh my goodness you know it's like who who likes budgets well nobody really likes budgets and so rhythm and routine are like margin and budgets and I'll just simply say this it's just a little side note but most people don't create margin in their life and because they don't create margin in their life budgets never work for them so they look at their life based on for instance financially income and outgo or assets and liabilities and then they budget accordingly so people look at their life they go this is how much i got coming in this is how much i got going out i got to set a budget based on that the reason that doesn't work is because there's something that trumps budgets and that is margins God encourages us. He he doesn't care about the amounts. He just says, return the first dollar of every 10 to me. So what does that mean? That means it doesn't matter how much, it's the first 10th. So it's a margin. God is a God of margin, not a God of budgets. So when you're just a person where budgets matter, 
you're, you're gonna live and die by the budget. But when you set your margins, then whatever budget that you establish, it can work. So most people on, in our LSI family, but what most people on your podcast may not know is that I've lived by margins since I was 23. In fact, uh, I sat down with your now mother before she was your mother and said, we're never gonna live on more than 70% of our income. And here's how that's gonna work. By the, by the way, at that time I was making $16,800 a year. So I said, let's, let's adjust our lifestyle based on our margin, not based on a budget, but based on our margin and then budget based on our margin. So here's how it works. We, we have never lived on more than 70% of our income. Now we live on less than 35% of our income. Well, what does that mean? That means that the first 10% is God's. We return that. We seek to give 10% or more every year. We haven't always measured up to that 10%, but then there's times where we've gone more than 10%. But so it's the first 10 is God's. The second 10, we always want to give over and above up to 10% or more. And then the last 10% is savings and, and retirement. I should say retirement because that's the way I was a cash millionaire by the time I was 40 is I took the multiple streams of income that I had. I put 10% back and just doing that, I had a million dollars in cash in my retirement when I was 40 years old. All of that to say this, do I believe in budgets? Yes but I believe in margins more. Margins make budgets work, therefore back to rhythm and routine. Don't be so focused on your to-do list. Don't be so focused on your routine as you are, what is it that brings your life into rhythm? And it's, it's that seemingly routine, but it's really my rhythm of when I work out, like in the mornings, that's the ideal for me, but I don't do it every morning. Now I hit seven times this week. So I, I did cardio, so I did cardio this morning. This is when we're recording this, this is on Sunday morning. I did a cardio at 6.15 this morning. I know I've got a very busy week this week. I go to Atlanta, I go to Georgia to do masterminds. I come back to Frisco, do four masterminds here. So why, why did I make sure and get my cardio in? The routine is more like a budget in the sense that you time it out. It, the time that you do it doesn't matter. For me, the morning is better because it gets me into my rhythm. What gets me in my rhythm? Not just the cardio, but it's the one time during the day when for sure my spirit, my soul, and my body are all in sync because I take that 20 minutes of high intensity or high interval intensity training and I actually worship God. So I'm aligning my spirit, my soul, and my body. So that was a lot. But. So let me ask you this, okay. because I don't know. I, I could see a correlation, and I don't know if there is one, but okay. would you say that people would have a tendency to be more positive if they did live with a rhythm? Because I know for me, when I get out of rhythm, that's when I feel stressed out, and that's yeah. when I tend to see things more pessimistically, yeah. and I'm I'm... I'm more short fused at that point when I don't have my rhythm, yeah. but I feel a lot of freedom and peace when I am in rhythm, which yeah. I think could contribute to positivity yeah. in a negative situation. Well, so if you're in a negative situation, can you find a rhythm that helps you be more positive? Yes. Okay. Here, here's what I'll say. First of all, most people don't know the difference. Okay. So your, your heart has a rhythm like just, can they hear that on the mic? There's a rhythm to your heart, okay? 
the number one cause of death in America is heart disease. Where Arrhythmia. All, where all heart disease starts, for the most part, more than, you know, people think heart disease, like think clogged arteries, somebody ate bad, but it usually starts with arrhythmia. What does that mean? Your heart gets out of rhythm. And here's what I believe with all my heart. I've never talked to a doctor about this, but I'm going to. I believe that your heart gets out of rhythm because it's trying to keep up with you when you're out of rhythm. Mm-hmm. And most people are out of rhythm because they don't know what their rhythm is. Well, I have a hard time sometimes differentiating the difference between a rhythm and a routine because I think some people could go well this is my rhythm is my routine but then for me if I'm not in my routine and I'm thinking about it that way it stresses me out yeah but if I have more of the freedom and the rhythm aspect like you're saying it doesn't stress me out as much because I know this is the season this is the rhythm in the season yeah here's 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 the difference okay this is one of the key differences when we live by a routine or a daily schedule the schedule is the tail wagging the dog. I gotta do this, I gotta do this. So when I get stressed is when I don't do something that I intended to do, right? Or when I've got it scheduled and I didn't do it in the time that I thought I was gonna do it. Well, part of how rhythm works is different days, you're, you don't, don't live and die by the schedule, don't live and die by the budget live by your margins and live by your rhythm. In other words, what is it that gives you life? Now, the good thing for me, let me say that again. What is it that gives you life? Let me say it one more time. What is it that gives you life? What is it that makes you feel energized? When do you, when do you feel the most alive? Now, I've been an entrepreneur really my whole adult life, so I'm coming from that perspective. And let me just say this. I've tried to build a world for myself that, that I feel a rhythm in so everybody didn't have the privilege to do that but i do have the privilege to do that so so i would just say this find your rhythm at some point in your day in other words find what makes you feel good in your spirit not just so 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 at the let, let me just say this when i traveled when you were growing up i traveled 40 plus weeks a year well guess what i was subject to a routine a lot of times i was on other people's time schedule i worked for other people even though i was an entrepreneur i worked for other people i traveled i I went where they wanted me to go but part of getting into rhythm is knowing in any given day what is it that brings heaven to your earth naps okay (laughs) then that becomes a rhythm piece for you so in other words it doesn't matter when you take the nap you just need to get the nap in. Yeah. It would be a routine issue if you said, I got to take a nap every day at 12. Yeah. But if you say in a... That was hard on me when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I wish I had that scheduled in. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but the truth is kids need a routine yeah. because that's how they learn rhythm. Yeah, that's so true. So routine teaches us what rhythm is, but most people never find their rhythm yeah. because they never, and again, it's too much to go into it. But they can join one of my masterminds if they want to talk about that. Yeah. But. And I think, but I think it's a big part of being positive because, uh, at least for me, because I naturally, I struggle with that. And I know that a lot of people do. I know you struggle with it at times too, but yeah. I think that you've built up a strength with it because I mean, you look at, like I was saying in one of our last podcasts on this or LSI recordings, um, you know, you look at successful people and you, wanna, you want what they want, but it's difficult 
to see how you can get that because it seems like they've taken all these steps that are ahead of you so you're just looking at the big picture going okay I want that but I think if you look at like for me because I I work for you you know I look at the the controllables and the uncontrollables in my life okay I have a schedule that I have to keep I have certain things I need to do for my job which can be stressful but if I look at the the controllables like my days off my times off right finding a rhythm in those times and doing what's most important to me like and what's most important for my life and what's most important for my mental, physical, spiritual health, I think that's what helps contribute to positivity. Because for me, what happens is I'll get into a place that's dark and I don't even realize yeah. I got there. I don't even realize it took steps to get there. And I'm in it. At the point that I realize it, I'm in it. And I'm deep in it. And I'm like, wow, how do I get out of this? And you're usually deep in, in it when you're you're frustrated or you're, you're disappointed because something didn't happen when you thought it would happen or or you've you've allowed something that's in the routine category or in the uncontrollable category to control. I think it's for sure that definitely the the routine thing part of it for me at least because you've taught me to lead myself like in my mind and my thoughts and my actions yeah. and my emotions. So sometimes I'm doing that so much on the surface, but internally that's not happening. Okay, like, so well let me let me and let me so let me go there for just a second. So how, first of all, I want to ask you a question. I want you to think about it, but then I'm going to answer the question for me, but then I want you to answer the question for you. Okay. So what is it that gets you into rhythm? So I want you to think about it for a minute. What gets me into rhythm is my cardio and my worship. So no matter what happens in my routine, if I've got my cardio and worship, my tw just 20 minutes. So think about that in a 24 hour day, Let's just, let's just round it off at 24 minutes. Is that 1% of the yeah, day? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, because 24 that be one, minutes, or, 24 so, hours. So 2.4 hours would be 10%. 10%. So, so just round it off 24, basically 24 minutes. By the time I drink my water, take my vitamins, get on my bike, it's about 24 minutes. So 1% of my day gets me into rhythm for the rest of my day. That's part of the magic. So that's what keeps the positivity going. Why? Because if I do nothing, no matter what happens that day, I've gotten myself into rhythm. When you just are subject to the routine, that's part of how negativity takes over. That's part of how... Because it just, it's, it is the way it is. It's always going to be this way. Because you're not doing, you haven't found what gets you into rhythm. So I want to, I want to come back and I want you to answer the question, what gets you into rhythm. But before you do that, I want to just give just an encapsulation of what we've talked about. So everybody just listen very carefully now to what I'm saying. I started out talking about margins and budgets. Okay. Then rhythm and routine and then Keila said controllables and uncontrollables all three of those things are separate things but they all affect each thing yes so so where do people get into stress financially is usually they've allowed something that they can't control to affect something they can control and when you allow the uncontrollables in your life, which a lot of times is our routine, we can't, like with you, you've got to be at work, you know, you can't control your schedule all the time. So we allow what's in the uncontrollable area of our life financially, 
We allow what's in the uncontrollable area of our life relationally. We allow what's in the area of uncontrollable in our life emotionally. We allow that to infringe on what we can control and it keeps us out of rhythm. So that's a big, big deal. That's why I wanted to kind of correlate those three things. So all of those things work together. It's not just budgets by itself and it's not just margins by itself. It's margins and budgets. It's not just um, routine by itself and it's not just rhythm by itself. I get into rhythm, watch this, just round it off 24 minutes out of a 24 hour period and it sets me for the 99% of the rest of my day. I know that. That's why I'm tenacious about that. That's why I'm disciplined about that. And then you, you become aware and mindful. Okay, you know what? Most of the things that are uncontrollable are what stresses me. It's what discourages me. I can't control it. I can't control what they did. I can't control what happened. Can't control the economy. And we have to decide and we have to put a stop to saying, I'm not gonna allow what I can't control to influence what I can't control. So I'm gonna pitch it back to you now. So what's the, what's the thing in your life that you could do, not that you're doing it, but that you could do every day that for you gets you into rhythm, that you know gets you into rhythm? Okay, so something for me that it's going to be maybe a little bit different for you because I feel like you and mom have like tons of energy. But for some reason, something that really helps me in the morning is opening my blinds and turning on lights and turning on worship music. Okay. Because for me, I have a very hard time getting up. Okay. And so I need like a, I need at least 15 minutes to just wake up. Yeah. And that's not like just, I mean, I set multiple alarms because I need it. But like, I'm talking about, I need to get in the sunlight. I need to get light into myself for real, for me to wake up, for me to even be able to function and have a good attitude. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just difficult for me. Like my husband, he loves the house dark. He loves all the blinds shut. He loves lights off. Uh And I'm the opposite. Like I like that at a certain point, but in the morning I need it to wake up. Yeah. So it's not what I like in the norm, but it's what I need to wake up. And so for me, I think whenever I'm in, and it sounds simple because yours is like working out, but whenever I'm in that rhythm where I can turn on lights and I am turning on yeah. lights and getting in the sun, turning on music, it sets me on a path where my day is positive. And that sounds weird, but like no, my, no, I it's, feel it's, more. It's, it doesn't matter what it is. It's important that you know what it is. Yeah. And then you've got to make that happen. It's not up to your husband to make it happen, but also don't infringe on his darkness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in other words, don't, don't have, don't make it have to be light or have to be this way or that way. Okay. So if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but you've got to find a way. My point is you got to find a way to do that. So kind of a takeaway, how long we've we been going, Louie? Uh, okay. So we're going to, we're going to wind this down, but here, here's what I want everybody to take away from this. I want you to decide what gets you into rhythm. In other words, what makes you feel good about your day? Okay. I call it heaven on earth. What is it that brings heaven on earth to your life? So, so try to do at least one thing. So as much as I, listen, I don't like getting on the, it's not like, it's not something that I like. It's something that I know that activates the best part of me. So when I get on the bike, when I turn on the worship music, when I get into it, it's not that I'm not pushing myself, but I'm doing it for the reason of getting myself into rhythm. So my challenge for everybody and a takeaway from this, from this, our talk, our conversation together is find out what one thing that you can do, no matter what happens, 
during a day that gets you into rhythm. Let me tell you something else for me, as crazy as this sounds, a bath. A bath gets me into rhythm. Why? I love water, so I can go sit in a bath. I don't always get to do this. I travel in hotels, I can't even fit in the bathtub. But, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, that's one thing at the end of the day, of course you know this because you've grown up in, with me and mommy, but that's one thing that for our, the rhythm of our marriage, you see, you have a rhythm, but your marriage has a rhythm. Yeah. You have a rhythm, your marriage has a rhythm, but guess what? So does your job, it has a rhythm. So even when you're subject to a routine in a job, find your rhythm, I call it the magic 90, okay? Now again, this is very high level stuff that I teach that a lot of people pay me a lot of money to teach, but I'm gonna give you one They're nugget. They're getting the inside. I'm giving you one nugget, because it's your podcast, and that is, that you've got to find what I call the magic 90. That's 90 minutes a day where you know what is my magic, what's my magic 90. What's the best 90 minutes that I can give in a day that gets me into my work rhythm and that I'm creative, I'm producing what I need to produce. And don't let anything interfere. Don't get on your phone, don't get on Instagram, don't get distracted. 90 minutes, the magic 90. Now let me tell you a principle about 90. In farming or in agriculture, everything, the thing is not about the thing, everything's about everything. Also, for everything in the natural, there's a supernatural correlation. The 90 days in agriculture sets the nine months for what's gonna grow. For 90 days, you gotta do certain things to the land. 90 days for your physical body. If you'll say, you know what? For 90 days every year, I'm gonna get very intentional about working out. You'll set your metabolism. Your metabolism resets not at 90, but at 21 days. Now here's what's crazy. There's a 2190 principle that I've always lived by. The tw for I can do anything for 21 days, and I don't know what it is, but there's magic in it, in that it kicks in a habit that becomes a habit force in your life. So anything that you repeat, that you're consistent with for 21 days, has the potential in the very positive way to become a habit force in your life that, gets, that kicks you over into an instinctive behavior that can cause you to either win in life or lose in life. Most people use their, their ability to be consistent wrong. They're, they're consistent in the wrong things and they, they smoke, they drink, they do drugs, they look at porn, they have all kinds of things that they do over and over and over and all of a sudden, it does what God made you. God made every person a creature of habit. So he says, man, I just have a habit-forming type personality. Everybody does. That's the magic of 21 days. You can change your life in any area of your life in 21 days. Now, you take it to a whole nother level when you say for 90 days, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, like, let's talk about physically for a minute. I'm going to do 30 days keto. Then I'm going to take, and, and then I, and, and I'm going to be very consistent in my cardio I'm gonna take the next 30 days and I'm gonna do an adjusted keto. I'm just giving you an example where I'm gonna do it every other day. And then the last, the last 30 days of the 90 days, I'm gonna include both fasting and an adjusted keto diet. If you do that, you will set your metabolism for nine months and it almost, and trust me when I tell you this, it almost won't matter what you do. It's crazy. I mean, once it's reset, it's like the land. It takes care of it for nine months. So that's how, that's those two things, the 2190 principle, the 7030 principle with the margins are things that I've lived by that have been part of the, the successes. Those are the, those by the way, 
are little secrets that have caused very big wins for me in life. Well, I think the the huge thing that you're saying here is, you know, I said said something about, you know, we want what successful people have. Like I look at you and I'm like, man, I want that. And I think what you're doing is you're giving a perspective on this isn't just, well, how to be positive in a negative situation. You're creating a consistent positivity around in your life. So when negative things happen, when bad things happen, you have this consistency of a habit and a and a rhythm that you live by. And so those dark times or those negative things that happen, they're seasonal, but you have this rhythm of positivity that generates Absolutely. something even beyond that. And I think, I think what happens even in my life is um, I get in this routine yep. and I, then it sounds weird because you think in my mind, I think, well, routine's not a bad thing, but it can be a bad thing when it comes by default and not by design, which you teach on a lot is you can get so stuck in your default and think, well, this is just what we do. This is just how it works. And you never take the, the controllables in your life and design your life. Like you're saying, where you have that margin, where you have that freedom, where you have that, that fun time in your life. Right. And so I think for me, what happens is I, I quote unquote go dark sometimes because not only am I out of rhythm, but I'm living by default instead of design. And you know, I've had like even doctors ask me, are you stressed? And I'm like, no, I'm not stressed. And they're like, well, your body is showing that you're stressed. And I think in your life, if you get to a point where you're not living by design and you're not in a rhythm, your body, your emotions, everything else will control you instead of your spirit leading everything else. Okay, let me give you a path for positivity. We're gonna end on this. I've already said it. Margins first, budget second. Rhythm first, routine second. Controllables first, uncontrollable second. And then here's the, here's the kicker. Get to first, have to second. That's the path. So the path is set your margins and your budgets. Find what brings you rhythm. Establish your, your routine as much as you can based on your rhythm. Then... Don't allow what's, what you can't control to control what you can control. Hold in a day, in 24-hour period, here's what I can control, here's what I'm going to do. One thing everybody can control is their attitude. Everybody. Doesn't matter what happens. I can't control how you treat me. I can't control what you did. I can control my attitude. That's the one thing I have total ownership of. And then the last thing is what kicks you into positivity is when you start looking at your life is I get to, I don't have to. Most people are gonna struggle with being positive when they feel like they have to. Yeah, I have to go to work. I get to go to work. I, there's a lot of people in hospitals that don't get to go to work. There's a lot of people that have physical, there's a lot of people that don't have a job, they don't get to. In other words, I gotta get on the get to side of life so that the have to's are minimized. There's some things I have to do. I have to travel this week. I don't just love traveling for business, but I have to so I can get to do what I get to do. So see, get to first and then do what you have to so you can get to. So, uh, so we'll just leave you with that. That's the path, the path to positivity, margins first, budget second. Path of positivity, rhythm first, routine second. Path of positivity, controllable first, focus on what you can control, don't allow what you can't control to control what you can control. Last thing, see your life as a get to. I get to be married to this person. I get to have this job. I get to wake up today as hard as it is for me to wake up and open the curtains and, and really realize this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. Everything I'm seeing, this, God made the sun for me. God made the trees for me. God made everything for me. 
I get to live. I think there's a friend of ours uh, recently, distant friend, but nonetheless a friend of ours, that committed suicide. And I think this, he was 56. I think the saddest thing about suicide is that it's somebody that got on the have-to side of life and they just didn't want to have to anymore. If you can stay on the get to, I get to wake up today. I get to go to work today. I get to be the best version of myself today. I get to make the impossible possible. I get to use the gifts that God's given me to be paid for. Wow, I get to do this. It'll keep you positive and it'll keep, keep your have to's in perspective. Your have to's are, I only have to, to get me to my get to. So anyway, any closing words? No, I just think it's great because this happens daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. It doesn't just happen in emergency mode. And I think that's how we can live sometimes is why I have to do this now because I'm here. But if you live these, these small but great principles every day, you set yourself up not only for a positive outcome and a positive perspective, but a positive life. You see, do you see, I want, I want to say one last thing. Do you see that the cardio and working out is not about that yeah it's about 24 minutes in a 24-hour day it's about one percent of my day watch this now where i'm saying there's the margin 24 minutes there's the routine 24 minutes there's the control 24 minutes there's the get to 24 minutes and it keeps me just 24 minutes it keeps me on the positive side of life that's good yeah. That's worth some money right there. <laughs> you need to write me a check. I love y'all. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.